What's good, podcasters? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast. Man, week 10 of the NFL jumps off the night, and it's got my boys in, involved in it. Let's go, Ravens flock. Stand up. We're going to get to these Dolphins. I'm going to tell you all the week 10 schedules, my top four games, my predictions, some news that happened in the NFL. We're going to get to the NBA scores and stats, man. And I'm going to tell y'all how the uh, playoff picture looking in the NFL. So let's get straight into it. Like I said, tonight, Weeks 10, jump off with the Ravens and the Dolphins. Then we got the Falcons and the Cowboys, the Saints and the Titans, the Jaguars and the Colts, Browns, Patriots, Bills, Jets, Lions, Steelers, Bucks, Washington, Panthers, Cardinals, Vikings, Chargers, Eagles, Broncos, Seahawks, Packers, Chiefs, Raiders, Rams and 49ers. Woo wee! Sound like some good games this weekend. Boy, I can't wait to see who's gonna take the victories this weekend. So uh let's get straight into the top four games. <laughs> let's go straight into it, man. Alright, the first top four games I got is the Falcons and the Cowboys. And what if what the Cowboys bounce back from last week because Remember, we all didn't expect the Cowboys to lose last week to the Broncos. The Broncos came in the Cowboys stadium and was like, look, <laughs> this is how it is, and this is who we are. And they put a beating on them. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. Yes, we all do expect uh, – uh, we don't expect every team to win. No, we don't. You know what I mean? But we did expect that the Cowboys beat beat the Broncos – you know what I mean? Because that's the team that you're supposed to win, in my opinion. You know what I mean? I don't know how other teams feel, but, you know, the Broncos, don't get me wrong. The Broncos are an NFL team. They do have good talent down there, but I thought the Cowboys had better talent. But enough said about that game. Well, yeah, last week's game. And then another question is, will the Falcons get the 500? Because they need to be in 500, right? Because if they lose this week, because right now the Falcons are in the seventh spot in the NFL. If they lose, they could be potentially falling out that playoff uh, playoff race. And then you'd be the, the guys that's trying to get in. You'd be on the outside looking in. So that's a, it, this game is a, crew game, a crucial game for the uh, Falcons. And then, you know, the next question I want to know is, this can be a trap game for the Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys had a trap game last week because now these 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 upcoming weeks are about to be nothing but trap games for a lot of these playoff teams that we, you know, already crowned as playoff teams already, you know. So last week the Bills got one. Last week the Cowboys got one. Uh... You don't want to say about the Bengals and the uh, Browns because um, nobody believed that the the Bengals was going to be the team uh, they are right now. And everybody kind of didn't believe that the Browns would fall off. But, you know, things happen. So, you know, it's, it's, it's some playoff seasons they got to get around. And speaking of the Browns, the Browns and the Pats are the next team uh, I'm talking about. And I want to know, will the Browns slow down uh, the young Pats team? Because the Pats team, nobody really counted on the Pats to, uh, 
to be in the playoffs or even kind of be in the hunt. It was almost like a rebuilding stage for the Pats. But it kind of looked like they are rebuilding and trying to win as they go along. Most rebuild stages, you'll give them about two, three years, you know, depending on the coaching staff and the players that they draft and the players that they sign from free agent. But right now, it the Pats look like they are rebuilding. They already signed some good key players during the offseason. And they win in these, some of these games that we didn't expect, like uh, when they beat the Chargers. I didn't expect them to beat the Chargers. Uh, nobody really expect them to beat the Chargers, but the Patriots and the Patriots fans. You know what I mean? But And, and, and the Patriots came out. So, you know, that, that, that's one... That's one good thing about the Patriots. They, they do have good coaching. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, now on the flip side, can the Pats slow down uh, Nick Chubb? Because we already know now Nick Chubb injury has kind of surpassed him. He He's looking in the past of that. So, now we can automatically assume that Nick Chubb is going to have a honey rushing yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you're going to have to stop him to stop Baker Mayfield and company. And another thing is, right now the Pats are holding the 7th spot and the Browns holding the ninth spot in the AFC playoff picture. So, this game has a lot of value to it too. Because if the Pats win, they can, you know, hold that 7th spot and maybe move up maybe. But if the Browns win and the Chiefs lose, I believe the Chiefs is, is in the 8th spot in front of them, something in that nature... Um, that now the Browns can move up. So if the Browns can move up, the Browns can be one of the scary teams in the playoffs because they are a ground and pound team also. You know, they don't have to really rely on Baker Mayfield uh, passing over 40 times because they have a nice run game. And remember, I stated last couple weeks ago, a couple episodes, that um the Browns' offensive line doesn't get enough credit. I believe they have a, at least top five or ten, top ten, I say that, of uh, offensive linemen. There's no way. I, don't get me wrong. Nick Chubb is a great runner. But you have to have a good line and a good scheme for uh, you to be that great runner. So keep in mind of that. The next game I want to talk about is the Rams and the 49ers. Didn't it? <laughs> OBJ signed with the Rams not too long ago. If the Rams are not scary, golly, these guys are going all in. They said, fuck this. If uh if our stadium is being used for the Super Bowl, we're gonna be in it. <laughs> no if ands or buts about it. They brought Matthew Stafford in, they brought Ron Miller in, now they bring an OBJ in. And you, not to mention you already had Aaron Donald already there and Jalen Ramsey. So you're bringing a lot of stars, a lot of workhorses, and a team that maybe can be scary when it comes down to these last couple of weeks of the NFL. They they got scary on defense, and they got a little bit of a scare in them in the offense. Because OBJ can line up in all three phases of the offense. He can play the outsides. He can play the slot. They he, he can play that jet sweep. He, you know what I mean? So you can use him in a lot of ways. And a lot of people talk about, oh, it's not enough ball for OBJ to get. And yes, it is. Because the damn Rams throw at least 
eight to ten more times more than the Browns. The Rams also has the most three wide receivers set. So, you know what I mean? And now that you have OBJ, Cooper Cup, Jefferson, and uh, I, I, what is his name? Think Ben or something in that nature? Now you have four wide receivers, and at, at that time, the Rams do line up with five wide receivers on the field. Who are you going to play? It's not, enough, it's not enough DBs out there. I think the Rams now have, a, you can say, a true number one. No disrespect to Jefferson and Coop, but uh, Cooper Cup, but uh, OBJ is is a little bit more polished than those guys. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's he's a true number one wide receiver. These guys are uh, number two receivers in my eyes, but they can play their roles and they can play bigger uh, spots when it's need to be big. <laughs> you know, look what they did for the last couple of years. They've been with the Rams, so the the Rams. They got scary, man. They got scary. But they so scary where they bounced back. You know, they lost last week. And they were supposed to be one of the scary teams. So they're going to have to bounce back. And is OBJ going to play on this uh this week? Or is he going to be playing the following week? And then where this be the uh, debut of Von Miller? And that scary defense I was just talking about. So... <laughs> The Rams and the 49ers game, uh, no disrespect, I believe that the Rams should probably trample over the 49ers, especially if they let OBJ and Von Miller play this week. I believe that there's going to be a, 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 a blowout. You know, no disrespect to the 49ers and the 49ers fans, but I don't think y'all just have enough firepower to contain this beast <laughs> that the Rams is about to let out. Now, I'm not saying that the Rams are... The, the team to, um, you don't want to step out in the field against because the Rams put their pants on just like other teams does and their pads and their helmets. If you scrap up, get out in that field, follow the game plan and make the plays you should play that you're supposed to make, then shit can happen. You can beat the Rams. Just because they look good on paper does not mean they're going to look good on the field. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, we'll see, though. It's coming. It, it, it will be coming. Speaking of coming, because coming up soon, very soon, like in another two hours or so, the Rams and the Dolphins is going to be, I mean, the Ravens and the Dolphins is going to be kicking it off. I don't know why I disrespect my boys like that. <laughs> Rams and Dolphins. The Ravens and Dolphins. Ravens flock, man. And y'all have to be careful with this game because this is also can be a trap game. But I, what I mean by a trap game, what do you mean by that, Dev? Don't believe that just because of their record and all that other shit that the Dolphins can't win a game. The Dolphins can win a game just because Lamar looked good on his... Uh, first season as the uh, start of one year, and he threw that five-touchdown game. I'm not saying that my man can't do it again, but I wouldn't put high expectations on that. You know what I mean? I believe that the, the Dolphins going to get I, – I believe if we tighten up on the things that we're supposed to tighten up, defense, we can blow the Dolphins out. We can survive and have a long week, a long uh, practice week. And get healthier again. 
I believe that that can be done. But like I said, the Ravens gonna have to tighten up their defense. This is the this is the game. This is the time to do it. All that uh trying to figure out what Patrick Queen is gonna be and 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 trying to stop the run and letting these big plays happen from time to time and can't get off the field on third down. This is the time that the Ravens need to practice on other than practicing on themselves. You have to go out here and and beat the team that y'all say that uh, everybody's saying that y'all can beat. It's time to tighten up that defense. And another thing is, we get some key parts back. You know, Sammy Watkins can play tonight. Nick Boyle, our big tight end, Nick Boyle, can come back and play tonight. You know, we can ease him, ease both of them back into the offense. Now the Ravens have more weapons to use uh, when it comes down to the end of the season now. We just got to stay healthy. So hopefully Sammy Watkins can come in and contribute with Rashad Bateman and Marquise and, and my man Mark Andrews. And hopefully they slide in Nick Boyle with, uh, you know, Mark Andrews and Patrick Ricard and the rest of those big boys they have. <laughs> so, you know, the, we getting healthy at the right time. And another thing is, like I said, it's going to be a trap game. Watch out for that trap, guys. Watch out for the trap. I had somebody reach out to me while speaking about this game, man. My OG in the car club game, man. Shout out to you, OG, Matt. He hit me up and was like, I need your opinion. You know, you, you talk that sports stuff. I need your opinion on Le'Veon Bell. What what you think about uh, Le'Veon Bell coming back next year? And my opinion, I don't see Le'Veon Bell coming back next year. Um... My, I, I believe that I'm not saying Le'Veon Bell is not a good fit, but it's too many running backs that you're trying to consider to come back next year. You know, we, we can still have Dobbs and Edwards come back, even though they're probably not going to be 100% fully, but you want to have them back. You still have Tyson Williams, and I believe Freeman and Murray was more productive than uh, Bell this year. So if they even thinking about bringing any of those running backs, out of those three running backs, I would think Freeman and Murray would get the call before Bell. You know what I mean? That That's just my opinion. Um, So Le'Veon Bell, I, I don't think his career is over. Um, I just don't think he's the prime premier back anymore. I believe that now he has to go find a place where how um the Saints have Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. I believe that the, the that's that's the only way Bell career can still survive and flourish um even more. So, you know, like like I said, Bell career is not over, but I just don't see him in the Ravens uniform next year. So I think we should go ahead and try to use him as much as we can and you know, enjoy that he's with the Ravens. You know what I mean? Because like I said, we I don't believe he's going to be on the team next year. Speaking of next year, man, I mean, just coming back, guess who went back to the Panthers? Cam Newton went back to the Panthers on like a contract that could be up to 10 mil. You know, he get 4.5 mil guarantee. He get 1.5 in the signing bonus or roster bonus, something in that nature. And the rest of it is going to be incentives. Now, do the Panthers become a playoff team? No. 
do the Panthers become a team that you should kind of be scared of? Mm, not really, because that defense still need to come along. And we yet to see how, you know, Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton did play together a little bit, but not as much. They was productive when they did play, but like I said, they didn't play as much. So I, I, I just think that Cam, great signing back. You know what I mean? I, I I believe that you should play this week. <laughs> um, but I just don't think that Cam is that quarterback of 2015, um, you know, that MVP year. I don't think Cam is that guy anymore. Is Can Cam carry a team a little bit? Yeah. Can he, can that team win? Couple games, but can they win at all? Nah, I, I just don't see it. So, shout out to my man Cam Newton. I'm glad you uh could be back in the NFL, still flourish your ta- uh your talent. Um, because I I was hoping and praying that they didn't Colin Kaepernick you man. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really, I really did, man. So, shout out to my man Cam Newton. Uh man, let's talk about this uh AFC playoff picture right now. It's going in in order. Titans won, Ravens, Chargers, Bills, Raiders, Steelers, Pats. And on the NFC side, you got the Cardinals, the Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, Saints, and Falcons. That's, I think that's pretty much good teams. Now, what teams I believe that's going to fall off? I believe the Pats is going to fall off, you know. You never know what about this Browns team. And you got Kansas City chasing behind you. So, but you never know. The Pats can hold that seventh spot. As long as they keep winning games and holding the team down. Over here in the uh, NFC side, I don't believe the Falcons will make it. I believe they're going to drop off. Uh, So, yeah, the the Falcons, I believe, is going to drop off. I don't believe they're going to survive the rest of the season being in the playoff. Uh, picture, <laughs> you know what I mean? I believe they're going to be a bubble team trying to get in. So, oh, man, let me make my predictions. And I don't want to hear I'm cheating. <laughs> let me tell y'all my predictions real quick in the week 10. Of course, I'm taking my Ravens over the Dolphins. I'm taking the Cowboys over the Falcons, the Titans over the Saints, the Colts over the Jags. I'm going to take the Patriots over the Browns this week, the Bills over the Jets, the Steelers over the Lions, the Buck over the Bucks over Washington, the Cardinals over the Panthers, Chargers over the Vikings, uh, Broncos over the Eagles, Packers over Seahawks, Raiders over Chiefs, and the Rams over the 49ers. So I'm taking Ravens, Cowboys, Titans, Colts, Patriots, Bills, Steelers, Bucks, Cards, Chargers, Broncos, Packers, Raiders, Rams. There you have it. My picks. I don't want to hear nothing about I'm cheating and none of that bullshit that everybody always talking about. <laughs> Man, and shout out to my my guys and girls that always keep participating every week on these uh, picks predictions, man. Like I said, man, the winner gets that, the first shirt off the press, man. You know what I mean? Starting that My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports podcast clothing line. You know what I mean? Get that. You're going to be the winner. You're going to say champ and all that. 
you know, so let's see who's going to win this predictions, because like I said, right now, me and Deshaun is tied for first, right behind us is Kenny, one game behind, and uh, Mike, Travis, Kurt, my wife, Kitty, y'all all toggling in with that uh, fourth through seven, you know, so good luck to y'all this week. And uh, if you ain't first, you last. <laughs> Let's get to this NBA, man. Last night, uh, we had the Lakers in the heat. The Lakers came out on top, 120-117. Uh, My man Westbrook had a triple-double, 25 points, 12 rebounds, 14 assists. The Wizards and the Cavs. The Wizards came out on top, 97-94. Kuzma had 22 points. The Nets and the Magics. The Nets came out on top, 123-90. That boy Durant had 30 points. The Raptors and the Celtics. The Celtics got that one, 104-88. Tatum had 22 points. Ever since Marcus Smart came out and had that meeting, man, the um, C's been playing good. That's what's up. The Bucks and the Knicks. The Bucks got that one, 112-100. And Pat Connaughton had 23 points. The Pistons and the Rockets. The battle was the first, the number one pick and the number two uh, pick of the uh, NBA draft. But the Pistons got that one, 112-104. Jeremy Grant had 35 points. The Mavs and the Bulls. The Bulls got that one, 117-107. Zach Levine, 23 points. The Hornets and the Grizzlies. The Hornets got that one, 118-108. Gordon Haywood had 25 points. The Thunder and the Pelicans. The Thunder got that one, 108 to 100. Dort had 27 points. The Kings and the Spurs. The Spurs got that one, 136 to 117. Deontay Murray had 26 points. The Pacers and the Nuggets. The uh, Pacers lost that game, Uh, 98 to 101. Will Barton had 30 points. Shout out to my man Will Barton. They ain't had no Jokic either. Speaking of Jokic, <laughs> did y'all see how the, the Jokic brothers is sitting there going back and forth with the Moors twins? This is going to be very interesting because I heard the Jokic brothers already brought tickets to the uh, Miami game. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, The Blazers and the Suns. The Suns got that one, 119 and 109. Kreminski had 31 points. And the T-Wolves versus the Warriors. The Warriors got that one, 123 to 110. And Andrew Wiggins had 35 points. And he dunked on the cat. Woo! Boy, that was that was last night NBA scores and stats, man. And tonight we got the Raptors and the Sixers, Pacers and the Jazz, and the Heat and the Clippers. So I like the Sixers over the Raptors, the Jazz over the Pacers, and the Heat over the Clippers. There you have it. There you have it. Man, and also, man, y'all heard about how the Suns getting investigated about racism stuff that's going on over there, man? I swear, boy, all this racism and all and and, and haterism, <laughs> you can say, it's all starting to come out now. So uh, I think people need to start stop putting shit in emails and 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 telling other people how they really feel, man. Because right now everything that you feel and 
what you saying is starting to come out. <laughs> so, god damn. You know, this is always something with these with these owners and people behind the scenes. You know, it's it's always them. But to end this podcast today as always, man, I just wanna thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in, listening, and sharing that podcast. Because y'all know I'm going to ask y'all to share it, man. Tell a friend that know a friend that want to be a friend. Let them know that My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast is out. And we on our 25th episode. Woo, woo. <laughs> man, so, man, let them know we on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You know what I mean? You can find me on uh IG, my IG is my THTS, my opinion, underscore sports podcast. It's going to let you know the latest episodes when I'm dropping. It's going to let you know, you know, the things that's going on in the sports world. And, you know, like I said, occasionally give you some motivational quotes, man. Some motivational stuff to think about. You know, if you ain't on IG, follow me on Twitter at my THTS, my opinion. You know, that's going to also give you the latest episodes of what's going on in the sports world and so on and so on. You know, you want to uh, want me to talk about a segment. You want me to you want to come on a show. You want to give stat stat fact to fact. Holler at me on my Gmail at my THTS, my opinion at Gmail dot com. I already had one person want me to uh, talk about something, and I gave y'all that Le'Veon Bell situation. You know, hit me up. Let me know what you want. What you want me to say on here? You know what I mean? Your voice is my voice. My voice is your voice. And with that being said, man, like I said, thank y'all for tuning in to my thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast. I'll let y'all next week. Remember, if you ain't first, you last. Ricky Bobby. <laughs>